campers and welcome back to Camp Cryptid. I am your host, Louis Stardust, joined by our host, Erica Fett. What's up, you awesome alligators? Awesome alligators. Uh, we are your two hosts with the most. As always, I never know how to do this intro, uh, but we are back this week with even more chilling tales from the campfire. Is that what we're calling it? Camp Campfire? Campfire Tales. Campfire yeah, tales. let's do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is where we take your viewer-submitted stories and kind of... Uh, give our thoughts on them it gives you a chance to kind of interact with us in this podcast because we'd love to make this a community driven space uh so if you are listening to this episode and you want to be featured in future ones we take it we take lots of submissions we had somebody submit us something about like a local cult last week after our cult episode and then we also have a uh, room for paranormal stuff or cryptids or maybe you have a local legend or lore whatever you find or whatever you'd like to share about your experiences with us you can go over to campcryptedpodcast.com and on there is a contact section and where you can fill out a form and send it to us and then maybe one day you'll see it here on camp cryptid yeah we love that <laughs> No, we love to hear from you all, so definitely feel free to contact us anytime. This is a perfect time to talk about our Reddit. Also, feel free to, uh, if you find a cool, you know, article on Reddit or you find this neat, you know, picture you want to share with us. Or if you take one yourself of your, like, cool horror collection, post it on our Reddit. We love to hear from you all, and uh, it makes our day. So before we get into viewer submit stories, we're going to tell uh, tales of our own. This is a story I always mention. I always say I have a story I want to talk about, but it's just never been the right time to do that. So you guys know that I'm all about my weird NJ stuff. I talk about it all the time. It's where I'm from. That's where I was raised. It's where I spent 27. How old am I? 28? Yeah, I spent like 27. No, 26 years of my life living there. Uh, so I there really wasn't much to do. My town wasn't the smallest town, but it was a relatively small town. So there wasn't much to do other than hanging out at the mall or in parking lots or just being with friends and so weird and jay was like the thing we would do on the weekends um all of my friends would tell each other's parents we're staying at each other's house but we would go and stay somewhere else or go to a haunted place or you know those types of situations that kids get into um so when i was oh god how old was i 15 16 maybe i have no grasp of time anymore I went to the Skillman Village, which is in Skillman, New Jersey. Uh, this, I was trying to find an article on this because Weird and Jay used to have one, but I'm not seeing anything about it right now. And that's also because it was taken down a few years ago. Uh, but when we went to go to this place, I remember reading articles about it. And it was basically a, um, it was a, mental institution like an asylum that was put there it said it was for the epileptics but i believe that they also did uh care for patients with um other mental illnesses as well and it was almost like like i said it was a village right so that was on in the 1800s so i think 1889 to 1920 and so there was a um there was like the actual like asylum part of it there was like a morgue attached to it they also had like a small theater in there as well like a movie theater um as well as like i believe just not like general housing but like places for for their patients to like reside in uh and then there was also an active running middle school in the middle of it which was super weird because it looks like a straight up like a ghost town but there's still a running school in the middle of it this little village and again we went there for the asylum we heard it was haunted i believe the building you wanted to get into was either it was 23 or it was 18 i have to like look back and find the photos because there's lots of like 
photo evidence of us as teenagers breaking into this place which probably wasn't the best um I remember we went the week before Valentine's Day and I went with four of my friends and I'm just going to use initials because I don't know if people want their names um, put out there. But my boyfriend at the time, R, my friend L, and then my friend B went, I believe it was us. And um, we, it was during the daytime, we went to go explore one of the buildings that was open and uh, me and my boyfriend at the time stayed behind in the car and then the other two went into the building and they were in there for a couple minutes and then we heard people walking down the, the outside stoop stairs and when we turned around there was nobody there so we thought they were coming back out but literally was no one there but because it's like stone stoop you would hear the footprints you know what i mean like there's no way to like mock that if a person wasn't coming down it so we were like all right that's a little weird and then um i don't remember much else happening that day i just remember like before we left it was dark and we saw like this little red light in the sky kind of just like floating around and it looked like it was falling like not it wasn't flashy like a flare it didn't look like it was like a yeah it didn't look like a laser sight it didn't look like anything like that but it just looked like this beam that was just falling so we were like it's a ufo we gotta leave we're not trying to get abducted like it was just a weird instance of stuff uh when we went there though we didn't really have the proper tools to break into a place so we decided we were gonna come back the next week on valentine's day so on valentine's day i went with l and b again uh my friend k and then my friend j it's the best way to do that and so on the ride there um i was talking about how i had a weird dream that night my friend b said that she had a dream that we were doing weird and j hunting my friend k said she had a dream that she passed out in the middle of the woods and woke up I said I had a dream that I was confident that I was running faster with my shoes off and I had said that and there was just like a lot of dumb things we were talking about our day we went to get breakfast and then we went to the asylum and uh at this point it was still daytime we found the building that like was supposed to be the most haunted to go into uh and I don't recommend trespassing this is not the way to do that but we used a hammer we broke the nails open went inside to check it out so this place uh was one of the asylum buildings and it was just beat up it's an old building you know what I mean there's papers everywhere it's very quiet it's very easy to get spooked with sound right all of us were going up the stairs at the same time so we were all together like nobody was separated it was like five of us total and as we started walking up the stairs we all heard a loud bang which could have just been a door or something closing but we all heard it at the same time we all turned around at the same time and we're like all right that's a little spooky and then somebody in our group heard a woman's voice while we were going up the stairs but we were just like oh we're just getting scared it was just a spooky noise we wind up going into another building also exploring and uh reading case files another thing that i'm upset that i can't find this article for is like we had read that there was a lot of mistreatment of the patients here at this asylum like they would do um therapy in like the form of torture by putting them in hot hot baths and then ice baths back and forth uh there was also a lot of stories of just like mistreatment of patients who were there because again they they claimed or it was running as an epileptic center but there was also people who were there for other things um eugenics and like forced sterilization and like stuff that were just not great so uh we were reading lots of paperwork from cases that were in there because they were just left there and there was like some stuff that looked really sketchy and not okay um 
a lot of people will, will tend to collect stuff from sites like that. I don't anymore. After the store, you'll hear why. Uh, but a lot of my friends were picking up stuff like, oh, this is a cool memorabilia. I'll take that with me. So we explored this building, found some cool stuff. As we were leaving, another car pulled up with like five other people. And uh, we were just like, all right, here's another group of people. We don't know how to feel about this. They were also like teenagers in our age group. Um, and they were going to explore one of the buildings. And we're like, all right, peace out. We're going to do our own thing. We wind up going into the same building together at one point and exploring together, which is like every horror movie scenario that you shouldn't be doing, especially because that group had baseball bats with them. Yeah, and they were like, we're just, we're not scared of ghosts. We're afraid of, like, being attacked by somebody. And I said, you know what? That's reasonable. None of us have weapons. I understand. But we still agreed to, like, go with this party and explore. So now both of our groups were separated but together with new parties, right? So, like, it was me, my friend, and, like, somebody from the new group. And um, B&L went into the basement, and we were calling for them because we couldn't find them anywhere. We couldn't find them in any room. The buildings were huge. You know what I mean? We were getting ready to leave that one and go to another building and we were calling them and calling them and yelling for them and they couldn't hear us at all and they were yelling for us because they didn't know where they were and we couldn't hear them either. Um, so they winded up getting out from like a, a side cellar and we were like, that's super weird that we couldn't hear you. Like all the doors were open. You were just the floor below us. Like just weird stuff. And uh, that other group we met said they were going to go to a theater. So we were like, all right, we're going to go smoke some weed because that's what teenagers do. <laughs> So now this is at the point, this yeah, this is at the point where everybody's touching stuff and doing things. And, you know, we go, we're going to go smoke some weed at this little gazebo that was there. We go to the gazebo and uh, B starts coughing and, like, needing some water. So Elle's going to go run to the car and get that. They go to the car and realize that their keys are on the front seat and the car is locked. The weird thing about this is that they had one of those, like, key rings that you could put onto your belt loop on your pants like one of those um it's like the clip ones you would just take and put onto the pant pocket and so there was no reason for the keys to come off because of that but also because they had one of the buttons what i don't know how cars work apparently one of the buttons that you would click and it would unlock the car so there's no reason for those keys to come off of their pant loop and they were just sitting right on the front seat in front of us so there was no reason for the keys to be on the seat and locked in there so now we're all stoned pushing on the window trying to see if we can get the car open okay and as that's happening we hear the other group yelling for us calling us by our names because their car won't start and now we're all just stuck in the middle of nowhere. At this point, it's like 10 o'clock at night. We're trespassing. We don't want to get in trouble. We're a bunch of teenagers. And so we're like, all right, let's try and get to like where the school is. We'll, we'll gather together. It's really cold. It's February, okay? So it's like freezing cold outside. Now we're nobody's car works. We can't get inside the other car. We're like, all right, let's just huddle up together. We'll get into a safe spot and figure out what we got to do next. Not a lot of service on our phones either. It was just the ultimate bad situation. We wind up meeting up. And as we were going to meet up with them, it starts snowing. It's like heavily snowing. And so we're all like, all right, we got to run. So we're, we're not cold and we can huddle up together. I say I run faster with my shoes off as this is happening. Kay passes out, wakes up in the middle of the woods, just like her dream. And then we finally meet up with this group. Uh... My, our one friend B was so cold that when they finally we finally helped that group get their car started she sat inside and got warm for a little bit until we got like was it 80 what who 
who comes to get your cars? What's that company? AAA. Uh, we finally got them to come, even though we it was really hard for a while because we couldn't get inside of Elle's car for all the information that they needed. So we had to have somebody else get AAA to come. They wind up coming. And uh, they the guys from that group also said they had a lot of weird instances happen there, like hearing voices, having experiences while they were in the, in the premise. Of course, this is like a super haunted place. It's a place where bad stuff seemed to happen. Um, they also took stuff with them. So that night when they left, they went to an Applebee's and they said that their lights were flickering on their table. Uh, they said a bunch of weird shit happened to them when they got home. Uh, I was staying with Kay at the time. Like we were neighbors, so we were sleeping at each other's house all the time. We both kept waking up again at the same exact time. It was like 3.33 a.m. Every night we would wake up, okay, with like this weird haunting like presence until we got that stuff out of the house. And I just feel like one thing's a coincidence right like locking your keys in the car that's whatever everybody having a premonition sort of dream of what happened for that day freaked me out everybody having like just all those meeting a random group and something happening to their car while something simultaneously happened to us doesn't feel like a coincidence to me well it's just uh the number of things that have happened is just like there's so many things that are piling up is it all coincidence you know? Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. And so it was just like, imagine being a teenager, okay? All those things happen to you. You're in the middle of nowhere. My mom thinks I'm somewhere else, first off. My mom thinks I'm somewhere else. I'm here with a bunch of people I don't know. Like, it was just a, a weird string of events that didn't make sense to me for a place that is so creepily haunted. If you get a chance to look up Skillman, um, it's the Skillman Village. I know it's taken down now, but there is a lot of history. And I want to find this article to share because there was a lot, a lot of dark history of what they did to these people who were part of their care. And it's really sad to see. And again, I, we found very strange case files and things in there that were concerning. And uh, I know the other group went into the morgue and they said a bunch of weird stuff happened to them down there too. Yeah. So Ugh. I, I'm all for exploring stuff, but that place just felt not natural to me. Like I've, I've definitely... I definitely am able to spook myself out, right? If it's quiet and I hear a noise, I'm like, oh my God, that might be something. But I think with the amount of stuff that happened to multiple people or like, for instance, like me hearing something, thinking I'm hearing it, but seeing somebody else turning around because they heard it too, whether it's not a big creak, but maybe it's a voice or something else like we experienced, that's like too much for me. Right. Um, yeah. What we'll do is when we find more stuff on Skillman, what we'll do is we'll post it in the Camp Cryptid Reddit so everybody can yes. go and read and check it out yourselves yeah it's just really sad um well like, i feel like also you know it goes back to that you know in their first paranormal episode where we talk about you know is there you know because things happen that are negative is there more of an energy with those things you know what i mean because you don't ever hear talking people talking about oh my god i just felt something and it was the greatest feeling i just you know what i mean it's always like ooh, they hairs on the back of my neck stood up or I got this feeling in my gut or like you know it's like that sixth sense that we feel that's almost like this sense that we have that there's some imminent danger almost heading to us uh so it's almost like does that energy stick with us more and does that energy stick with those items and those places kind of as echoes of the past you know 100% and also the thing with that too is like I can remember every moment of that day I have such bad like short-term memory now I can remember every moment of that day to a T, everything that was said, everything that we did, like, I'm leaving obviously tidbits out because there's people's identities and stuff that I want to protect, but, like, 
even if I talk to even that other group, which we all added each other on Facebook and we talk, you know, every now and Friends then. Friends faux life. They will literally tell you the same exact story, the same exact experiences, the same exact feeling. And I don't think it was like necessarily like these ghosts maybe trying to fuck with us, but I feel like they were maybe just having fun. I don't know. I just think there was too many instances of stuff that happened for it to just be a bunch of dumb kids doing dumb things. Well, it could be one of those things, too, where we as humans, if we don't see something, we automatically assume it's a negative spirit. But, you know, in in reality, these are just other humans that may want their stories told or, you know, their voices heard or, you know, justice for how they were treated. So it's like, how as a ghost do you reach out to a a live human and say, no, I'm cool. We're cool. I'm not going to hurt you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Let me try to push this thing over to get their attention. Oh, my God. You know, humans see it. We're like, oh, my God run <laughs> well what's crazy to me is like how they didn't get rid of those case files yeah yeah and like i have friends and stuff who said like they've explored abandoned hospitals like catacombs and there was like a room full of uh just hypodermic needles in there and it's like how do you not dispose of that yeah and it's be, like ugh. like granted people shouldn't be in your catacombs anyways but if they're able to access it that's kind of crazy that that's yeah. highly accessible or things in your mortar still there like tools i get but like pieces of people in your morgue that's a little concerning that you still were able to leave that there that gave me a chill yeah it's just it's just (laughs) it is what it is so uh i find that very fascinating and i I know that story was kind of like all over the place but again that's just a story that will always stick with me just because so many things happen to me that there's no way where i feel like there isn't some sort of spirit yeah i mean new jersey has so much history too so you know the, the, the fact that there was a uh, an asylum where they tortured people wouldn't be far out of the question, so. No, not at all. And there's lots of them. It's not the only one. Oh, that's, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Waverly Hills was, what, a tuberculosis place? And, I mean, they didn't necessarily torture people, to my knowledge. I mean, there could have been torture. Who knows? Um, but, you know, with so many people that, you know, died and just bad memories, that place is wildly haunted and, you know, that's that's the thing. What isn't there Penhurst or is that is Penhurst an asylum or is that a That sounds familiar. The only other like asylum that I explored back home was I believe it was called Essex. That one, uh, I don't know if it's still closed off, but when I was a teenager, that one was like heavily policed, right? Uh and if you got caught, you were going to jail. Like so I remember we were exploring it. It was like I don't know how to explain. There was almost like um underpasses, like bridges almost throughout it it was humongous huge 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 we wind up getting inside of a building but we saw cop car lights flashing so we had to book it into one jump through a window get inside just to explore it and i didn't see too much there other than just being nervous about cops i didn't really feel anything going on there but the skillman one that one for me was for sure haunted and i don't know how they had a running school just there yeah so penhurst was a hospital uh and it did have a a tales of patient abuse too but they turned that into a uh, a haunted house now so you probably do tours there which would be sick Ooh, yeah we definitely want to do way more tours we're talking about that earlier yeah a lot of you have asked uh basically on social media if we would um you know ever be doing like video stuff and like taking tours of haunted places and the answer is hell yeah um so if you have cool places that you'd like us to check out that's another thing you can submit to us too, either, you know, A on Reddit or through our website. Uh, so feel free to send us cool places that you know of because, you know, we're down to do some exploring. Absolutely. Um, 
I don't know how much places I'll stay at because of the little spook, but we could definitely explore it and make some episodes. <laughs> when it comes to haunted stuff, I feel like I've had a lot over my life. I would say I don't really remember a lot that happened when I was living in Alabama when I was younger. Uh, most of it happened up in Ohio, but when it comes to like exploring like abandoned places, uh, me and a group of friends in high school used to go because I mean I. A little bit about, I guess, where I, I came from is, like, there was, like, 2,000 people in the town. I graduated with, like, 53 other people. Like, so I came from a very small town. Uh, I really didn't drink or anything in high school. I was, like, a huge, huge nerd, like, on the quiz, quiz bowl team. So it's, <laughs> I was, like, yeah. I maybe drank, like, twice my senior year, and I don't even think I got drunk because it was, like, on Smirnoff, and I would probably give myself an upset stomach before I even got drunk. So. <laughs> I love hearing about high school, Erica, because like you, you constantly shock me with like the person that you were growing up, right? Because you're still that person. Yeah. But, like, to hear the, the interest that you had and how like nerdy. And, oh, my and God. Well, I just be so happy. Oh, my God. I was just, oh, I'm, I was just a nerd. It's fine. So basically, we would uh, go and drive around, um, you know, these t like tiny ass areas in Ohio where, you know, you might not see a house for like 10 miles. Um, so one night we were driving through and we came to this random spot where it was like this, it, it was like literally something out of a, a horror movie. You like look and there's this old ass cornfield where everything's like dead. And then you look off to the other side and then the middle of this other field is this old abandoned like two story home. And so we were like, well, fuck it. Let's go look, you know? So my friend had an SUV and he parks it and we all get out and we start going through this house. And it was so strange because it, when you walk in, literally everything was almost like these people just up and left because there was still coffee beans like in the coffee tin and everything was straight out of, I, I, I don't know like the estimate for like burlap sack clothing, but all the clothing and the stuff was like burlap sacks and stuff. And, the, and like literally everything was left there. And um, it was just the weirdest feeling because you walk in and then you see all these things and you were like, there's no way these people would have left this behind. Um, and it was just in the middle of nowhere. There wasn't a house. I'm, I'm probably for like 25 minutes. So <clears throat> we got some weird feelings and then we ended up leaving. But like I, I didn't really like feel anything weird in the house the only thing weird is that it was just up and abandoned so there was that we lived in this house in the country and it was just oh it was amazing it was so cool it was almost like um the inside of the house had like open french doors and oh it was it was like a maze on the inside i loved it and oh my god but it was so creepy um, when you talk about this, I always, I know this is not the case, but I just picture the house from Haunting of Hill House. Like, I just picture this beautiful, spooky house always. You know, it almost resembles the Conjuring house. Ooh. If you paint it white, it had the similar layout and it was very old. But, like, the people who owned it tried to make it cool. So they put, like, a sauna on the inside. But the sauna, to get down to the sauna, you had to walk down these, uh, it, Literally everything about this house was just like something was terribly wrong with it. So the first time we uh, basically got the house, nothing was in the house. And I, my parents were going to Alabama to visit family. And so me, you know, going into college, I think I might've been a going a freshman into college. Uh, I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna have people over. It's gonna be awesome. Well, I mean, we ended up literally not even drinking. We just played uh, hide and go seek in the house because it was so dark. So that tells you how cool we were. <laughs> 
know it was really fun so to be fair it was really fun um but the house was so dark on the inside that people were literally standing in the middle of rooms and not getting caught and we had like nine people there yeah like this house was insane the first night i i guess in the house like uh it was just me and my boyfriend at the time and the moment he walks in he's like i don't want to stay here and i was like okay why he's like He's like, I'm not going to lie. There's something sinister about this place. <gasps> Literally before any of this, like any of the weird stuff that happened in this place happened. That's the first thing he says. And I was like, OK, that's weird. And then I, of course, made fun wait, of him because I was like, oh, did, you know, did he did he ever have like spiritual like no he's never had like experiences like that where it made him like no no like and this was the boy i pretty much dated all through high school but like the first that's like honestly the first like paranormal thing we'd ever probably even like discuss or then like watching like horror movies um but that's literally the first thing he said he's like i don't want to stay here there's something sinister about this place and i was like okay but you know i was making fun i was like oh like you know so, yeah, because uh, you didn't think anything yeah, of it. Yeah, no, didn't think anything of it. Well, you know, fast forward a few months. My mom says she wakes up to a, a dude standing at the end of her bed wearing, like, almost looking like Abe Lincoln-type attire, you know, like from the early 1800s with, like, a huge beard. Um, and there were so many things that we experienced. Like, my little sister uh, saw someone jump into the, the lake outside and not come up. So, yeah, there's a lot of things, like – my my one friend wouldn't even come over and stay in the house because she had something happen like I guess the weirdest thing for me that happened though I was home alone and um it's hard to tell this layout of the house but basically uh it was a very long house so I was in the the extreme end of the house and the other end is where like basically their voices I heard were coming from but basically I was in the shower I thought I heard someone walk into my house and so I walk out And to look and no one was there. And I heard people talking and I was like, that's so fucking weird. Like, hello, I look, no one's home, you know. And I go about my business and I get out of the shower. And then my boyfriend at the time, who was the same guy who said the house felt sinister, called me. And I was like, oh, I saw you call. I'm like, what do you want? He's like, no, I, I just had a missed call from you. Shut up. Oh, I don't like yeah. that, dude. I got chills. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? You just He's like, I just had a missed call from your house. And I was like. For landline? Landline, girl. Landline. That's how you know that shit's haunted. Landline. Okay. So, like, there are many times where I, I, I literally, like, would feel someone behind me. Like, this house was the coolest house. Like, to be fair, if it was a haunted house, like, it's a cool haunted house. But literally everybody in the house had something happen to them. Even, like, people who live there after us, like have like swear they have stuff happen like and i feel so bad for the people who moved <laughs> moved in there after us because i ended up taking the basement because it was the coolest room out of all of them it had like its own bar it was like sick but i painted i was like <laughs> what's the happiest color i can think of to paint these walls so i painted all of the walls lime green <laughs> so i feel so bad for the people who moved in there after i'm so sorry that you had to repaint those if you repainted them but yeah, I mean, that house, honestly, like, there was just so many weird things that happened in that house. And, you know, right across the road from us, there was an old cemetery. And uh, I always wish, like I said earlier, like, I, I could have, like, traced the grave graves to see how old they were. Because uh, as far as I know, the area was, like, established around the early 1800s. So it's nothing, like, super, super early. I mean, who knows? Uh, so I, I don't know. There's some creepy, creepy stuff going on there so yeah ghosts 
<laughs> well, you're not alone in uh, making your bedroom lime green because I also did that, but it was each wall was a different neon color. So the people. Well, I that love after. that. See, I wish I would have yep. done that. No. <laughs> yep. Brings you some joy. Ghosts can't be mad if it's lime green, right? They're like, oh. Have okay. you ever thought of like visiting that house again or just like seeing anything outside of it? I would love to because, you know, the people who lived there before us swore that there were things that were going on. And then my little sister went to school with the person who lived there after us. And he always said it was haunted, too. So it's just like you've got literally like decades of people saying that this house is like incredibly haunted. I mean, my little sister literally saw someone jump into the lake and never come up. (laughs) But I feel like she's also kind of like a skeptic on certain things. Like, I don't think. Yeah. So if she's saying that, I I trust that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things where I, I never really did research about the area to see if there's other things that happened or, you know. Uh, yeah, dude, it's wild. <laughs> I feel like we have to now. Like, even if it's just for us personally, like, I'm super intrigued by it because that's way too many things that have happened. Yeah. And especially, like, not only with your sister, but with your boyfriend at the time who didn't believe in stuff like that or maybe not necessarily felt like spirit sensitive and immediately felt like that that's like pretty crazy yeah I mean you would definitely like there were times where like uh the couch was uh, it's so hard to without drawing a diagram but basically like the tv was there the couch was in front of the tv and if the tv was off there were times where you would see someone walk in front of the light that would be reflecting in the tv let's put it that way like it was just a very weird house and um yeah man haunted houses I, be- I totally believe in it. Now, some things could be like, you know, some things I feel like that I might have experienced. You know, there could be a logical explanation. I don't know what that logical explanation could be. <laughs> but I will say that there's a lot of weird things that happen for it to not be haunted. This one's going to come from Danny. Uh, Danny has two stories about the Queen Mary, which we'll talk about a little bit after this. It's definitely something we want to check out. Uh, so his first story comes from when he was in high school. His dad and his girlfriend at the time took him okay so his dad's girlfriend so his father and his girlfriend at the time took danny and his brother to the halloween event at the queen mary they got admission to the mazes and also a tour of the ship after the tour and walking through all the mazes they started walking around the ship to take pictures his dad's girlfriend took a picture of them standing with their backs downtown long beach uh, he said he would send the photo. We did not get this photo. So, Danny, if you're listening, please send it to us or post it on the Reddit if you're comfortable with that. We would love to see it. Uh, after taking that picture, we were talking and looking at the city. Then suddenly all the lights went out in the city. It looked like a huge blackout and we could see and all we could see were the car's headlights driving through the streets. After a while, the power came back on. A week later, my dad called me and told me he checked to see if Long Beach had experienced any power outages the night that we were there. There were absolutely no blackouts reported by the electric companies. He then told me that he developed pictures from that night and all the pictures we took right before the blackout was covered in orbs, like we were surrounded by them. I don't have the pictures, but my dad does and I'll try to find it. So it sounds like while they were looking at the city, everything was blacked out, but there was no reported things. So it seems like maybe, what do you think that is? Do you think they went to like another time? Mm, I love that. I will tell you, the Queen Mary, oh, that's a cool place. I just think that that's one of those like that. How do you explain when? How well, many you're you're. I don't know how that, many people you know? were there with them when they took that picture. I wonder if there was another group of people there. So, Danny, if if you are listening, let us know if other people were there while you took that photo, or if they noticed the blackout as well. Because if he's saying 
that they called the power companies. They said there was no blackouts for a city wide. Like, that's something that would be reported instantly. In, in current day and age, if something like that happened, people would be on Twitter, oh my god, we have a blackout at this address. Like, you know what I mean? There's there's ways of, like, automatically seeing that. And if you're calling a power company and they're not saying that, then what could it be? I think I think it's some... That, yep, I think it's a shift. I think it's a shift because what else is it? Maybe, like, ghosts pranking you? But, like, how are you going to put out a whole city? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see those pictures. Yeah, Danny. Get back to us on that because we are intrigued and would like to go into that yes. a little bit more. Uh, that last bit was really interesting to me. But he also has a second story. Because uh, apparently Danny goes to the Queen Mary all the we time. We like that, though, <laughs> Danny. You keep doing this for us. <laughs> yes. So about eight years ago, um, his girlfriend at the time and him decided they wanted to stay a night on the Queen Mary. He bought a bunch of horror movies to watch to make it as spooky as possible. They did the tour since it was her first time on the ship. And after he checked in, he requested to stay on the most haunted deck of the ship, which is a mistake. Why would you do that? That's so spooky. <laughs> he said, I believe it's deck B, but I don't remember what it was. After we got to our room, we started watching movies and eating dinner. After a few movies, I recommended we walk through the ship before it gets super late. I started feeling super sick, almost like I had a flu or something. I felt 100% healthy before this. After walking around, we went back to the room and watched the last movie. I think it was Amityville. And we got ready for bed. Once we turned off the lights, I felt like something was staring at us. I was sleeping with my back to the door, so I turned over to reassure myself nothing was there. A common thing I do. <laughs> I'm not sure. Go under the sheets. Yeah, it's like nothing <laughs> could get me here. I'm fine. I'm not sure if it was just my eyes or what I saw, like a transparent green shape. Not a big shape, but like a small circle near the door. I popped up and turned the light, but of course it wasn't there. I repeated this at least six more times throughout the night, and of course my girlfriend was enraged at this point. But I couldn't shake that feeling. I ended up staying awake all night because I just didn't feel like I could close my eyes. As this was happening, my fever was increasing and I felt like shit. After we left I got, and got away from the ship, I... After we left and got away from the ship, I immediately felt better like nothing happened. My fever went away and I fell asleep on the way back home. So, said he felt totally fine going there. At that night, his fever was like constantly crying, got super sick, and kept seeing this green worm or green shape. Yeah. Yeah. I think they remembered you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think they said he's back and we're 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 here again oh this guy didn't get it the first time come on danny no i well first off we're very happy that you're feeling better and you shook that fever yeah and that's pretty uh, crazy first off. yeah and second off like i i think that i mean you did ask her to be on deck b mm-hmm. you know <laughs> you did ask to be on deck b but do you think there's a logical sense of like like okay tmi if I get too much anxiety about a sub a subject, I get like a real bad stomach ache. I mean, are, were we eating, you know, like some spicy tamales before then? Or are we like, you know, eating some oatmeal, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I think that here's the thing. You're already on a place. Um, well, you know, you have to take into everything into consideration. You're on a, a part of the deck that you and your mind already think is haunted. You've already had experiences there where you experienced something very weird. Uh, and then you um, were watching scary movies. You know, so if we look at all these things, we could say, oh, maybe he just amped himself up. But then the realist in me <laughs> says, hell no, 
Danny had something staring at him on that haunted ass ship, you know? So Danny, I feel it. Here's the thing is, you know, at the end of the day, I think that people know when they're having a tummy ache and when it's something that's like affecting them, you know? So it's like the logical person will be like, oh, well, but here's all these other things. But it's like, I feel like that's going back to like the sixth sense that we have as humans. We can tell if something's wrong or we can tell if there's like an energy in the air that we don't like, you know? So I feel like, you know, as a person when you're experiencing something and when it's like, you know, when you're not. So, Danny, I, I, I feel like I you, believe man. it. You know, I just want to be I just want to dissect that for a minute. And if you guys are listening, we would love to hear your thoughts on maybe what you think the little uh, green thing in Danny's room could be. And especially about that blackout. Like, what do you think that could have been? Because I feel like it's like par- just reality shift. Well, and here's the thing, too. A lot of people visit the Queen Mary. So if you're a listener and you've ever been to the Queen Mary and, you know, if you even if you haven't had something happen. Tell us like these are things that we want to know just because like at the end of the day, there could be someone else listening that's had the same experience. Do you imagine if somebody was like, I also saw that in my room. I literally would throw up and never. that's what I'm saying. Haven't you been there before? She says she's never going to go on it. I know we're going to go on it. We're going to go on it. But haven't you been there before? (laughs) Yes, I have. And it is so dang cool. Um, So I will say I loved the movie Ghost Ship and I love Art Deco. So I. the art deco uh, art style is, is 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 all over the Queen Mary, so I was loving it. But I will say the only weird thing that happened is uh, we were on the – basically we did the tour, but we weren't around other people, and there was no one to be seen for like 10 minutes. Uh, we went and looked in the um, – I think it was like the first class pool area. And I'm telling you, it was straight out of a scary movie. And I was I was loving it the whole time because it's like all the lights are off. And but the back two lights are like flickering. So you just see this this crazy ass cool pool area. And then the back two lights are flickering and it just looks so awesome and spooky. And I was like, I literally want to go find a way to get into this. <laughs> but of course, you know me, I don't want to get in trouble. So I didn't I didn't do anything crazy. But <laughs> No, I, I, wish I, I stopped would've. doing crazy things once I became a legal adult. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, damn, man, I don't want to get in trouble for this. Can I just meet someone who can just let me back here willingly <laughs> so I don't have to trespass, please? Yeah, where's the where's all the Queen Mary hookups? Let's go see all yeah, this Yeah, so for real, though. So if anybody has any good stories about the Queen Mary, please send them to us because we love the Queen Mary lore and we love hearing these these stories. And Danny, you need to find us that picture first off. And also, you need to go back because we need to hear about your third trip. <laughs> uh, the next campfire tale that we have from you all is uh, from Oblivion's Muse. So thank you so much for submitting the story to us. We really appreciate it. The spooky experience was about 20 years ago. Uh, he worked as one of those traveling photographer studios, same as the ones you see inside of Walmarts and stuff. Uh, my coworker and I were up in Upper Michigan for the week and stayed in the same hotel. One night after work, we got some drinks, and she started drawing up a Ouija board on a blank sheet of paper. Next day after work, I get back to my hotel room, and the cleaning person for my room had taken the paper my coworker had drawn the Ouija board on and corrected it on the backside. That itself was a bit odd and unsettling. But the week finished out without further incident, and I had a five-hour drive to get back home. Within the first hour of driving, I saw the silhouette of a woman on the right side of the highway, maybe about a mile or two ahead. It was midsummer and it was hot out, so that silhouette of the woman was all shimmery in the distance from the heat. I was jamming out to some tool, <laughs> love it, or something, and I really didn't pay much mind to her. Once I was closer and should have seen her, there was no woman there at all. Instead, there was a line of crows, four of them. 
slowly crossing the highway right when I uh, right where the woman should have been. The last crow in line was injured and limped behind the others. I had to stop and wait for them to pass. For the duration of my drive, the crows began to pop up on the side of the road several different times. Sometimes they were just up on signs looking down at me. Sometimes they would swoop down to the side of the highway just before I would pass. Every single one of them was staring at me, I swear. Just for reference, I was driving from Upper Michigan down to Northern Wisconsin. Heavy forest country there, probably one of the freakiest drives I've ever had, always feeling like something was watching me. So the gist of this story is that Oblivion's Muse and his co-worker drew up a uh, Ouija board, just kind of joking around. The cleaning person saw it, corrected it, and then all of a sudden he had all these experiences driving with crows. Well, we all know crows are premonition of death and, and evil and Satan and, you know, of something dark. Man, what, are, what are, crows are like, what did I do, man? I'm just trying to live here being a crow, you know? You know, I'm just a cute crow. Caw, caw. You know? <laughs> man, I know my dog's name is Ouija, but that is just something I will never mess with. I am not, like, a spirit board person that just – I have lots of Ouija board stuff. I got a little planchette tattooed on me. My freaking Twitch overlay is a Ouija board. I think it's cute. I will never mess with a real one. I remember um, in, I think, elementary school, my music teacher told me that his neighbor – had a Ouija board and they were twins and uh they he played it with them one time they got so spooked by it that they buried it in their backyard and then the next day it was in their house again so one of them probably played a prank on each other to like take it out and do that either way though that shit scared me as a kid and I never wanted to mess with it I messed with it once uh I don't know if you've ever messed with one. Oh no oh no so I did it once as a teenager, my friends and I were like, <laughs> we should go to the cemetery and play with this Ouija board. That sounds great. No, bitch. That shit was too much. We were having it like, there was no way that anybody was moving the board, right? And we had, uh, we were trying to talk to Ghost. So we asked them to tell us their death date. Oh, Jesus. If they were one of the tombstones behind us. And it was the same one. Oh. So unless somebody went there prior, picked the spot and did that, that'd be too much for me could be realistic but it literally picked the death date that i'd also like to just point out it's so funny because you you're watching a scary movie teens are like oh what should we do this friday night oh dude let's get this ouija board let's go out to the cemetery and let's go talk to ghosts and it, you're, you're sitting there looking at them why are you doing this why you are know you better so than this stupid <laughs> and then here i am and then hey, my mom came fine. <laughs> yeah and then i i didn't tell my mom that right because she would kill me I left my damn phone at the cemetery, so I'd be like, Mom, can you take me to the cemetery? Go pick up my phone. I lost it. And she was like, what are you doing there? I was like, I was just hanging out. Just hanging uh, out at the cemetery, Mom. No big deal. Don't ask questions. Just seeing ghosts. <laughs> it's fine. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I know everybody feels different about it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't like things that, I don't know. I don't feel qualified enough to mess with something like that. And then something happens, and it's my fault. Yeah, I'm the, I'm on the same thing. Like, that's why, like, when it comes to, like, spells and all that stuff, I'm like, man, you just never know when you're putting something out there what you're going to get back. So it's well, like. Well, if you're doing, I'm good with the spells. If you're doing it for yourself and you're doing yeah, your own yes. spells, I think, yeah, yes. yeah, you can get away with yes. it. But, like, reading other people's spells and stuff isn't really my yes. thing, uh, which is over here. But I will <laughs> yeah. say, um, I think it's it's different than like doing like tarot cards, which I get so mad about because our freaking Ed and Lorraine Warren episode that one dude pissed me off saying that spirits were attached to it was attached to like a spirit realm essentially to do tarot cards, which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but I feel like 
you know, like psychics or mediums or like crystal balls and stuff like that. That I'm always intrigued by. Yeah. I feel like we should try and get like our fortunes read or something and have like an episode of that. Oh my gosh, like our palms and our chakras and our auras yeah. and everything. Oh. And get like all the different forms of it and yes. just see like results. Yes. Oh my That'd gosh, really we should. Cool. We should. It, there has to be some kind of like place where we could go for all of that so let's let's look into that because that would be i would dig that yeah i want to find some there's a a lady in la that does like really good tarot stuff and like fortune yeah so i would love to go see her um she does like content creation too so like Uh. she's really interesting and i feel like she's pretty good but i definitely want to find something for like maybe we do like a a whole because we we want to talk about like the history of witchcraft and stuff yeah but we also want to talk about like the history of like you know those specific mediums and like what they mean so i think it'll be really cool to do yeah a, because a they little... all are different in their own you know ways like tarot is completely different than you know like reading like your your rune mm-hmm. stones and stuff like that or you know there's like eight different decks for like uh i don't even remember what it is but there's like uh where it's like you just read like uh like so there's oracle cards there's tarot cards there's also um i, can, I don't know if i'm saying it right it's either lenormand or lenormand and that's like a a set that it's almost like in the playing card style that you can pair with tarot or you can do on itself yeah. so there's lots of different forms of cards that you can yeah. do i mean there's people who read tea leaves which i think tea is leaves. awesome so cool that. so if you guys do any of that stuff like if anybody listening does this uh, please let us know. We would love to to get something from you. I'm so down for that. Or Hell if yeah. you were like, here's a person. Like, I even watch people on uh, Twitch now who do readings. They do, like, tarot readings for people. And that's so cool to me. So I would love to, if you know of, like, any influencers or, like, people that you believe in that are really good at this, we would love to, like, maybe get them on an yeah. episode and do something cool. Yeah. Yeah. Call us out for our ways. <laughs> yeah. My Virgo ways. Girl, you got to change your Virgo ways. <laughs> campfire tale comes to us from Graham and uh, Graham says that many years ago his wife and him used to go meet up with two other couples from their street for dinner each week Uh, he would describe every one of them as a perfectly average boring vanilla people ain't nothing wrong with that (laughs) he wants he wants us to know that this was just dinner and that it wasn't something anything yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh well hey (laughs) ain't nothing wrong with that either no nothing wrong with that he live said on one of our, yeah live your life baby we don't care he said on one of our regular evenings one of the couples announced that they had something to tell us they told us that every couple months they come downstairs to find pictures in the living room turned around the wrong way facing the walls they described to us in a very matter-of-fact manner we certainly didn't feel like they were trying to scare us it seemed like they'd come to terms with it and want to share it personally i can't imagine the apprehension each morning as I took those first few steps down the stairs. I cannot say apprehension. No, you got this? At all. <laughs> okay, I got it. But it did it. There you go, guys. So it basically sounds like they they, sh- they were good friends with them. They seemed like very, like, maybe they weren't into, like, ghost and spooky stuff. But they noticed that when they go downstairs, the- every picture in their living room was turned completely away. So I'm wondering if it was stuff on a table or if it was, like, pictures hanging as well. But either way... Um, they didn't say anything about kids or other people that would be messing with them yeah. in this. So if it's just the two of them, I'd be a little freaked out if my stuff was turned. And I also wonder what kind of photos they were. Um, if they were, like, maybe religious photos. If they were maybe people who previously lived there. If there was anything that set this off in a weird way. Or if it was just that their pictures were getting messed with. Like a little ghost prank. 
Yeah, to be honest, that would be pretty, like, could you imagine just walking in a room and then everything's turned around? I'd be like, uh. That's like poltergeist. That's like everything flying out of the cupboards and, and being shifted around. Like, I can't imagine I mean, that. part of me would love to have, like, some sort of, like, physical manifestation like that. But then part of me is like, the, the I don't know, man. That's, that's tough because that's. How do you explain that? You know, if there, it's just the two in in the place together and neither one of them are doing it. And they're, you know, these aren't people who are like trying to like be jokesters. See, I'm a jokester. I would do stuff like mm -hmm. that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We know we are. We know you are. Uh, but yeah, so those are our three stories today. I think they're all super interesting. Again, if you guys are listening, uh, we usually make some posts on our Twitter and also our Instagram, which is just Camp Cryptid, really easy to find us. Uh, you can find us on campcryptidpodcast.com with all of the links to our social media as well as the ways to listen. Uh, but before we close out for today, I thought we could maybe talk about Thanksgiving because we're, what, two days couple days away before thanksgiving yeah so when this episode comes out it'll be the day before thanksgiving so happy thanksgiving y'all uh i don't know if people celebrate thanksgiving really i don't know i'm i'm honestly gonna probably get myself a rotisserie chicken the day before and that's gonna be it for me yeah i just eat a lot of food i mean i'm not a big thanksgiving person but i just eat a lot of food i mean what's different than any other yeah. day i but... like to watch the parade <laughs> i want to see some cool balloons oh that's and, you know cute. i like the broadway yeah. stuff that happens i'll probably just go on a big hike eat myself a rotisserie chicken and then go watch a thanksgiving horror movie so that is my plan oh gosh so, yes oh it's that thanks killing yes. time so if you guys don't know what we're talking about honestly if you guys don't know what we're talking about please just go, go on google i think you could probably find it somewhere for free because it's not good but it's also good it's a cult classic honestly and once you've seen it once you've pretty much mastered everything in life i feel like I think it's just also like it's crude it's, it's very crude so very like going crude. into this you should know it's very crude it's very like it's very low budget like I think the budget for the movie was like three thousand dollars I think it the the opening sequence is like a woman running running topless and she's a pilgrim and she's being chased by this killer crude horny turkey with a tomahawk <laughs> and then he says nice tits bitch and that is literally so if you look at wikipedia literally it says at the first thanksgiving in 1621 a topless pilgrim is slain with a tomahawk wielded by an evil demonic turkey which quips nice tits bitch like that is literally the one thing that's like how i explain it's an american classic it's an american piece of classic cinema yeah. i would say it is the mm -hmm. peak of american cinema for thanksgiving and it's and also there's a sequel but they went right to um, Thanksgiving 3 because they said it, like something like it was so good that it skipped its own sequel and went right to 3. <laughs> Troll. So stupid. Yeah. So it, it came out in I think 2007. Oh, um, and so if you are looking for something it's like very low budget. It's the plot is so stupid. The deaths are so stupid. There's a There's sex a, scene that's a turkey sex scene like yeah I mean, y'all it's it's out there but if you want something that's just out there listen go for it yeah i don't go think anybody it. would expect us to watch this movie based on who we are Erica. oh hell yeah i watch that shit <laughs> so that's what i'm saying to you like it is i don't want anybody movie. to <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's very out there. Uh, we we love like low budget horror movies, of yes. course. That's like very much our thing. But I just want to put it out there that it's super weird. We so, love that though. Uh, if you love Absolutely. it or you hate it, let us know. But yeah, that's that's our Thanksgiving thing for sure. Uh, you mentioned also there was another one. Um, first off, scary movie. Oh, yeah. Where they're at the the at the, the mansion. Yep. With the turkey in the with the turkey, <laughs> the guy yep. who mixes it with his hands. <laughs> yep, there you go. And then, oh god, what else was there? Um, Adam's family, the Adam's family volume one. Um, I'm looking it up. It says Escape Room's a Thanksgiving movie. I don't remember that happening. I don't know if you saw Escape Room. It was decent. I feel like I did. Yeah, it's it's about an escape room. Like uh, people who are super good at escape rooms. Uh, basically get contacted to like uh, go to this once in a lifetime experience where they can win like ten thousand dollars and it's very like much like a like a squid games thing like they're promised a lot of fortune yeah. there's people who are good at solving puzzles but uh it turns out to be like a death games thing so oh yeah yeah, yeah. yikes as i say outside of thanksgiving movies what are you watching are you watching anything on shutter anything um honestly i i haven't watch too much this weekend i went to go see last podcast and left live uh, and so woo. they told me yeah they told me a bunch of cool shit that i would really like to um talk about on here one day and stuff like just it, they talked about dumb cryptids which we love they did uh, a wrestling segment they did a bunch of other weird stuff so oh, uh, yeah. i that took up so much of my time because i was just researching those things this weekend. oh hell yeah yeah i know we both were watching um some hbo docs on stuff we're trying to get our research in but i haven't been watching too much horror i think i'm getting into it's almost christmas so i want christmas horror which we'll definitely talk about next month we're gonna have yes a lot of, like we have a lot of holiday specific yeah. stuff oh yeah we can't or, wait. what are you watching right now so, other than Dexter, because I'm obsessed with Dexter and Dexter's back. It's out? Girl, it is back and it is so good. I think it's, it's season, uh, well, now it's new season, but it's episode like three has just came out. And it's, uh, I like, I, I'm okay. so mad at places because I'm like, when will they understand? Like, it is my choice to binge eight hours worth of stuff if I want to. Just please release it all. Just let us be, let us be the trash that we are and let me just binge things for eight hours, okay? Um, yeah. but yeah, so Dexter's out. I love that. And I will say one of the most enjoyable Bigfoot movies I've watched, uh, just came out recently and it's called 15 things you didn't know about Bigfoot. And it's kind of like vice style. Uh, imagine like if vice did a documentary on uh, Bigfoot vice or, or, um, Buzzfeed. And it is just, honestly, it was so enjoyable. It was such a fun watch. Uh, so that that's, I guess, my one recommendation. If you are into Bigfoot okay. movies, go watch 15 Things You Didn't Know About Bigfoot. Well, I think that's it for everything this week on Camp Cryptid. Again, if you would like to submit your own stories to us or uh, if you just want to find different ways to listen to Camp Cryptid or social media, you go to campcryptidpodcast.com. There are links for ways to listen. So we're on YouTube. We're on Podbean. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're also on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can also find mine and Erica's Instagram pages and everything else on our website as well uh, as our Reddit links. So you can submit more stories to us. You can submit uh, your own experiences to us and just anything in relation to Camp Cryptid. We would love to hear it. We hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving. Next month, we're going to be back with lots of spooky, lots of like holiday specific stuff so if there's anything you want to talk about in relation to like christmas lore yeah or even like uh you know we were talking about cold weather horror like uh like 
if you have any good cold weather, you know, flicks or stories, send them our way. Yeah. Things like um, maybe like specific cryptids or yeah um just like hmm, like good good cold weather horror films of course like the thing like things like that we would love to talk mm. about yeah but anything that you guys can think of please send them over to us just have a great thanksgiving you awesome alligators awesome alligators is the cutest thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time